What's up, guys? Table for two. It's Kyle. To two, Justin. Um, we got my buddy Michael Evans on the show today. Not the football player, but he's just as motivational, I think. Uh, dude is a business owner. He's a personal trainer. Got a got a food prep business. He's got a a pretty long list of anything health and fitness related. That's what's up. And is he uh, based in Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's I'm a sorry, Pit- I don't know much about him. Yeah, he's a Pittsburgh dude. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about to meet with him now. Justin hasn't met him yet. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Um, but this guy, his Instagram and everything is just a a ball of motivation. And I haven't talked yet. I'm just letting you know my peaceful warrior quotes are going to be coming out in plenty. <laughs> Let's go. He he's gonna he's gonna love that. I I told him he has to bring a book recommendation and nice. a, and a motivational quote. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, me me yeah yeah. I got you. No, Mike too. Oh, oh, sweet. Let's go. And uh, I told him to bring some advice for dads to get back into working out. Dad bot, I'm gonna put my sweatshirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Mike Evans is here. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think I'm done making noise. I think I'm ready. I got one more noise. Okay. That's good. Hey, we're live already. Um, Table for two coming at you. We got my buddy Mike here. Hello, Uh, hello. Michael or Mike? Michael. Michael. I mean, either or. But um, you don't like Mike Evans because you get confused for the football player? The football player, and there was an actor from the, the, the early 80s with curly hair. And I used to look like him in like 10th grade. So I feel like I'm being made fun of. Hold on, you had curly hair? I did have curly hair. Yeah. Probably would have made fun of you too. Yeah. Agreed. No, I would not. <laughs> no. Wouldn't Agreed. have done it. No, he could probably beat us both up. So Right now. But like my curls were down here. It was, yeah, I had I had the curls down to the shoulders. That's how you I met my wife. You had a mop. Yeah. You had a mop. See? Yeah. See, yeah. Um, actually, Jason, the dude who's coming coming later right mm-hmm. he's got some long ass hair too see yeah. i had long hair man uh, back like m- like maybe like less than 10 years ago i had really long hair it's like down in the middle of my back and then i chopped it all off mm-hmm. i wore braids for like 10 years and then i wore straight hair for like eight i can't see it i'll send you pictures you're, please, you're, please you're, do you're gonna faint you're please gonna, do this person now why did you DM. make that change why did i cut it yeah just um, tired of it long story short i got paid to cut it this, okay it's like local talent wanted me to do a job and they were like we want to cut your hair on camera and i was like oh and they were like we're gonna pay you and i was like well all right let's do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like that's the end of that and that was the last time i had hair <laughs> that's a long nice. that's a lot of, of time invested though <clears throat> yeah like i have to... a, a long ponytail in a bag because i kept it yeah but do you still have it oh yeah hell yeah like do you ever show. pull it out and you're just like man this was me. I've pretended, you know, a couple times I've pretended it was a whisk broom because it's braided and it looks like it, but I never use it. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, Mike, you're, um, give a quick background. You're a personal trainer. Yes. You got, you're entrepreneur of at least one business. Coming up on three. Coming up nice. on three. Yeah, we're reopening the kitchen and also simultaneously launching a commercial cleaning company. So that's Everywhere. why I've been like frantic as of like the last like five or six weeks have just been crazy. Yeah, this dude, every time I see him, I see him at the gym all the time. He is, he's there at the earliest I get there, which I think the earliest I get there is maybe eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, AM, PM? AM. Yeah. And I'm probably there at, at my latest, probably 730 and he's there. Mm. Okay. At night, Dang. so like, but that's what time do you usually in get? That? Cases, Six. In a lot of cases, I'll leave and come back. Um, more recently, like five fifty, five thirty, five fifty, somewhere around there. At the very latest, I start at maybe eight, but that's very rare. I'm usually there by six, six, six or five or so. Do people request these times to train? Or honestly, recently I've been having like this has never happened in seven years. Um, I've been double booking 5 a.m., which is like 
I don't know if it's the season because it's gotten nice out and people don't mm-hmm. mind getting up at the crack of dawn because it's 70 degrees out. Um, I don't know what it is, but um, last Wednesday I had I had a schedule issue and it, it was two people. I was like, oh, two people scheduled a five a.m. What are we going to do? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Um, but that was, crazy. It was the first time in seven years. It was crazy. Is that thing falling? Yeah, down? I was about to say. So yeah, if I let it go, look, it's like doing a slow droop. Groovy. Groovy. <clears throat> All right, so we're rolling. So, explain yeah. explain the the food business, the greater physique, right? Is that yes. all one umbrella? Personal training and food. The training and the food is one umbrella. The yeah. the greater physique. Yeah, the greater physique. Yep. Check it out. Instagram, everything. All of it. It's is, all out it's there. So yeah, it's the same on every platform. It's the greater physique on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Periscope, Snapchat, YouTube. It's the same thing on everything. So nice. What's yeah. Periscope? Periscope? Yeah. Um, Periscope, you can go live and talk to anybody anywhere. Yeah, I do remember that. Different people from all over the place paying attention. You know, they just look for your blip on the map and they tune into your, to your, uh, to your, your, your live stream. Does it give location? Yeah. It's like they know you're in Pittsburgh or like other people in Pittsburgh can look Pittsburgh. Yeah. You can look up Pittsburgh or you can basically be in the U.S. and see anything that goes live in the U.S. Um, certain topics, mm-hmm. um, you can mention someone else, and you know. So it's like a live Twitter, like in a. Oh wait, doesn't kind of Twitter own mm. Periscope? No, that I'm not sure. I know Instagram. I'm, not sure. I'm gonna look yeah, that up. I'm not I'm, sure either. I think maybe that's where I'd heard of it. But um, it is the least of my used social platforms. Um, I, you, as you know, I use Instagram probably too much. Kills, yeah. <laughs> kills <laughs> probably, Instagram, too, dude. Probably way too much, yeah. Um, I definitely want to get into that. Um, so give a rundown of like the greater physique. It's a, you know, what it is, what your, yeah what your attempt is, like what you're going for. So the greater physique started out as, uh, just simple private personal training. And then it kind of grew legs and I started working in more like a specialized aspect as a fitness catalyst. I would bring new clients on board and basically, take away that uh, that uh, sense of unfamiliarity with the gym to you know help people feel more confident and the next thing I know I had you know the same five six seven clients for like well over a year they were still rolling with me so um, aside from that we take away the need for um, you know for people to do their own meal prepping because they can order food through our website um, nice. Training routines, training programs, specialized um, guidance. Um, I do it all. We do everything. I have counselors. I have uh, therapists. I have uh, doctors. All sources of information. Every walk of life. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. An amazing uh, book of resources as far as information. I have so many people around me who are like, you know, mentors. And, um, you know, when I don't know the answer to a question... I can almost guarantee that I can get the, the the right information or lead someone in the right direction because of my resources. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. nice. It's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I see great. it from the outside. I see it pretty close handedly. Yeah, um, for sure. Just being at the gym at the same time, and I mean, everyone. I've never seen anyone look like they're having a bad time. Yeah, true. Um, in the food, I got to try some of the food. The food is good, man. I appreciate. It's that. not like. I mean, it, sometimes it is chicken, broccoli, rice. Like, it's a pretty standard meal, but... Yeah. Was it served at the gym? Is that what's going on? So, it, it's basically... I a, wish. A that would me- be excellent. Yeah. But no. It, it's, a meal, it's a meal prep service. Yeah, meal oh, prep okay. service. So, every week we provide a new menu. Our, um, our clients can jump onto our website and um, pick and select through up to 16 different items, wow. depending on what the week is doing, how busy we are, what uh-huh. season we're in, what holidays are coming up. Um, the menu changes every week, so you'll never get the same thing twice. Um, all of our menus are, our orders are confirmed on Saturday morning and then everything's packaged and shipped to your home on Sunday. Wow. So it's a really, yeah. Dang. And dude, <clears throat> pancakes and syrup, somehow that fits under that umbrella. Dude makes yeah. it happen. Yeah. So yeah. it's, wow. we, we get a lot of weird requests and we have to figure out how to make it happen within nutritional reason. Yeah. And, um, we what's almost the, always do it. What's the strangest one? I mean, there's got, is there anything that stands out? Um, I recently got asked to do this, uh, you know, we, we do this uh, sweet potato pancake and apple butter together, and um, 
I recently got asked to come up with some sort of different butter. So that's what I'm working on. That's my more recent. You're a butter scientist uh, right now. Huh? I am. Yeah, I'm like a, a butter chemist. To go with sweet potato pancakes. Sweet potato the pancakes. The Breaking yeah. Bad yeah. butter edition. I've never had a sweet potato <laughs> pancake. Breaking I don't know what bad. butter to go with. Yeah, sweet potato pancakes, man. They are, they are phenomenal. They are so good. And they're probably one of our like top sellers. People always ask to bring them back whenever they're gone off the menu. So... Some people put cinnamon on the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, cinnamon. maybe yep. some cinnamon syrup. Maybe, maybe or butter. So we've or whatever done. You're um, looking for. We've done um, cinnamon. You know, house-made cinnamon peanut butter. Um, crushed candy walnuts and pecans. I mean, we wow. we've done all kinds of stuff. And you those. and you and like three people, right? Yeah, do me, all this. Me and like, myself and two others. Right now, I mean, as a. When we were when we were getting closer to like Thanksgiving, I, mm-hmm. I was out of the way. It was just the two of them. I was kind of I was writing all the menus and doing all the website and all the admin and but they were cooking clearly the sales and all that stuff. But um, mm-hmm. their 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 primary function was to uh, take the cooking out of my hands, and they did a phenomenal phenomenal job. Now, where uh, is the food prepared? Uh, I had a commercial kitchen in East uh, in the East End, mm-hmm. um, just outside of Homewood near East Liberty. And we are now moving. We're actually reopening the last weekend of this month. We are moving to um, another space, which is in East, what would have been called East Liberty, um, not too far from the Home Depot, right off of Penn Avenue. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, bigger space, mm-hmm. more state of the art. For cool people stuff. from the 330, this is. Yeah. From the 330. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty popular spot of Pittsburgh. I mean, okay. it's just a couple miles from where we're at right mm-hmm. now. Cool. Uh, right around the corner for for sake of location, but yeah, maybe seven or eight minutes from here. Yeah, nice. And do you have any um, clients out of state? Um, we shipped to a handful of people that used to be my clients and moved. Okay. Um, okay. On special occasion, you know, if something happens, um, I'll give you a prime example. Um, one of my clients' husband was having a surgery. He was off his feet for like seven or eight weeks, so we just uh, packaged and shipped his food. Um, up until he was able to get around the house to make his own food. Um, once we was back, once he was back yeah, on his nice feet, we discontinued that. Yeah, but it was kind of like uh, I guess it was more of a special service because I had a relationship with the family. Yeah, you're looking um, out for him. But that's, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, Connecticut, Ohio, New York. Those are the only places we have shipped up to now. So, cool. Yeah, but we have done it. We have done it. Yeah. I don't get, like to freeze food, so I don't mm-hmm. really, you know, yeah. even freeze drying or freezing. I just, get it I'm on the map huge, in Cleveland, dude. I'm not a huge fan. Nice. I, you mm-hmm. know, I actually talked you, to a friend of mine who had a kitchen for rent, and I was like, hmm, I mm-hmm. wonder what it would take to get this, uh, you know, the, to get this operation duplicated in another city. But I knew the bugs needed worked out here in Pittsburgh first. I know for me, so, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm enough of micromanager that I think that would stress me out being in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And hoping it's mm-hmm. running the way you want it to in in yeah. Cleveland, I would think that would stress me out. Yeah, it's a it's a huge problem. What I would end up having to do, honestly, to successfully do that, what I would end up having to do is get it here to a point where it could function without my presence, mm-hmm. and then, and then leave and, and be there for seven or eight, ten weeks, and yeah. stay there, just build it, get it running, make sure the right people are in involved, and and really put some energy behind it, and then make sure it's you know the way it should be, and then come back. That's so much work. It is a lot of work. It's a ton of work. It's a ton of work just doing it in one one place. There's only 24 hours in a day. I think you use 22 of those. Yeah. I, like, I intentionally yeah. sent you a picture of my calendar, like one day. Yeah. And that was just, and honestly, that's just my oh, dude, training schedule. I'll show you this. This is that wasn't like pretty crazy. I mean, it, it's literally and... probably 6 to a.m. to 8 p.m. Dang. Yeah, hour after with, hour. With maybe an hour gap in there, for, or yeah, a half hour minutes. maybe. Yeah. yeah, 40 or 50 minutes. I try to like it stagger is. in some cases. But the morning from 5 a.m. to about 2 is just, I'm just attentive to someone else. Mm-hmm. The whole morning. It's gone. So by 2 o'clock, I'm like, yeah. you know, I've taken cat naps in my car. Wake up and restart and then go back to work or you know, call my developer or whatever it is I'm working on. The hustle is real. Yeah, the hustle is definitely real right now, for sure. You loving it, though? Yeah. You know, I I always get ridiculed by, like, friends and, like, even my mentor right now because he's almost 50 and retired. He's like, you work too much, you're going to burn yourself out, so on and so forth. But no one ever says, like, you must really love working. You know, you must really love your environment. Yeah, that's the the flip side of it. that's me. I'm like, I love it. I, I'm, I'm dying sitting still. So, like having, yeah. You know what I mean? mean? I just, that's just not how I flow. 
I, th- so. I think between Elise and I, I'm definitely the more like constantly going person. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely find <laughs> myself on this couch yeah. plenty. Sure. Um, Don't get me wrong. I, I, man, I'll max out and, and take, I'll blow a whole week on tequila. <laughs> and, then, and then like when i'm back i'm back but like yeah, when yeah it, you gotta when, have play time for sure when it's yeah. go time though it's go time and i tell everybody to just leave me alone so, i mean i think this <laughs> for you you know i know there's a couple people that that are gonna listen to this um i have a buddy i know who is actively trying to pursue um his he's trying to fill his spot in the fitness space right now sure um he's hoping eventually down the road to open a gym Mm -hmm. at like a beach location. Um, So I I know him hearing this is going to be, is going to be phenomenal to know that, you know, you're spending 14 hours in a gym a day, which we all love being in the gym. But I think when you stare at those same four walls for 18 hours in one day, it kind of changes the perspective of, yeah, of really, what's happening in there for sure and that's you know that's that's part of why i built my business the way i built it is because i'm never in the same place all day long i'm i travel everywhere and train how many like how many gym memberships do you have right now probably six (laughs) i had nine at the beginning of the year and i was like making all these calls and canceling because i hadn't been to places in three or four months Mm -hmm. and they were taking you know they're taking 30 40 50 dollars out of your account every month so it's, right. it, it adds up after you look at it yeah. but like for instance where i left to come here to meet with you guys um i was downtown at one of my corporate clients space it, it's an incredible gym that like no one even knows exists probably yeah. 13 or 14 people use it a month it's the cleanest place i've ever been that's the cool thing about my job is I'm always in someone else's space, some different, yeah, some different right. place or location. I don't get kind of confined to being in the same place every day. Have you have you ever been in Union Fitness? Yeah, I love that space. Um, it's incredible. We know we it's know the, we know the guys that that run that place or or some of the people that run that place. Yeah, they yeah. run they run an awesome business. That place is it's great. unbelievable. It's massive. Too. It's big. It's open. It's inviting. Um, it excites creativity as far as fitness is concerned. I could totally picture working in there. Yeah, that Some, place is cool. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a like great um, space. to give you an idea. It's like he said, it's massive. They have they have some mm-hmm. cool art on the wall of yeah. like it's like the Google office of gyms. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, like sweet. seriously, it's cool. I'll see if I can pull up some pictures. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's I mean, exciting. There's art on the wall that is literally the ceilings are probably forty feet high, mm-hmm. and the art is the whole wall. Yeah. And it's like, you know, some Leonidas figure that lifting something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the Atlas, you know. Yeah, right. Holding the world up or something. Yeah. It reminds me of like if, if you took an airport terminal and turned it into a gym. Like yeah. The, the artwork in the corner and the lighting and, you know, glass work and everything else. It's it's pretty sweet. And then there's a really, really cool view. They have that courtyard where they do yoga. Right, yeah, they have yoga, yoga and stuff in there. Yeah, they do yoga outside on the on the lawn and beer, everything else. Beer nice. yoga on Saturdays, yeah, yeah. I think. It's cool, man. There's a lot of really cool stuff. Have you guys heard about this goats and wine? Wine and goats and yoga or something like that? No, dude, is that a... Dude, no, so I just saw it. That, it's, it's crazy. I think I might have showed Elise a video of this. It is nuts. It's... I don't know. <laughs> Baby goats. Yeah, dude. While you're, do, while you're doing yoga, there's goats hopping around, yeah. climbing on your back if you're like in a certain oh, yeah. pose. Mm-hmm. See, cat yoga. It, this okay. just nothing is just nothing is far fetched anymore. It's like it's if not, you think about it, somebody's into it. Like somebody's gonna show yeah. up. Maybe and do we. It. Do you want to turn this episode into like a yoga podcast? I'm totally for it. We could start doing some downward dog. I will downward dog right now. <laughs> yeah. The way I'm feeling, I will downward we dog. Got some cats. I'm not sure anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw them on your back. I got some diapers in the car. We can put some diapers. Get on some real. Just to be get super get sure. real weird. Yeah. I'm super into that weird. Sh- but <laughs> that's the kind of lowbrow stuff I'm into. That's Dude, I love it. So cats, is that a Pittsburgh thing, or is that you think that's bigger than that? I. I haven't heard of it. I don't think I've seen it here. Yeah. Um, I've, oh, well, I've, I, my client has done it, the goat yoga and wine. Oh, so it's yeah. available. Yeah, so it's here. Then. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's here. Now, I don't think that originated in Pittsburgh, for sure. No way. Um, <laughs> there is no way. That's probably something from Europe. I was going to say, that's, that's, something where, that's something where yoga migrated to yeah. to where goats are. Yeah. Like, those, go- <laughs> those goats didn't show up at yoga class. Like, for right. sure. It definitely went the yeah. other way. 
some yoga instructor was like, you know what, young guy, you're coming with me. And then mm-hmm. she just threw him in the class. And- I, you know, I, I picture that starting with like the, the little spacey, like hipster chick who probably like lived out on a farm, one with the earth, mm-hmm. yeah. like that type of yoga, like the Zen, like, come. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. More like, was it uh, meditative? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I feel like that spins off of. Yeah. Dude, I have a hard enough time doing some poses. I can imagine if a goat were to jump on me. Dude. Like unexpectedly or not. It's looking. crazy. I'm pulling up. And if I'm drinking wine too, Don't look forget out. About forget about it. Yeah. Number one, I love baby goats. Okay. Which is yeah. just the way they hop around. They're the cutest things on the planet. Number mm-hmm. two, yoga is difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let anybody BS you. Yoga is hard to do. It is, man. Yeah. We had to, sure. we had to it do it for difficult. baseball in college. Yeah. And it was, it was killer. And we had some guys who could barely run a lap on the track. <laughs> and they're trying to hold poses that are not built for the below average stature. Right, right. Or even a big, cumbersome athlete, like a football player. I see some uh, of these yeah. guys doing yoga, and I'm just like, all right, this is off the chain. I and just got to stand here and watch for. And a on the other yeah. end of that, on the other end of that, you got the biggest dudes in the world who are more flexible than yeah. than me or you or yeah. mm-hmm. I mean any of us. Really, would. really mobile. Yeah, it's true. Never judge a book by its cover. There you go. Good message. That's for sure. Never judge a book by its cover, man. There's a goat yoga hashtag by the way guys <laughs> if, if anyone wants to go find that to see what goat yoga is that we're talking about just find the hashtag on instagram there's there's enough videos that you won't have to watch more than one i'm just gonna start using that in my posts yeah for nothing there you like, go it'll be like a fitness post and i'm just gonna be like hashtag goat okay. yoga yeah <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you can see that from here justin but oh yeah this girl's yeah. this girl's on all fours and there's just like a baby goat. My fears are confirmed. Stand, they would just exactly jump on you when you least expect that it. That is yeah. hilarious, man. And you Oh, you get to feed them too. Oh. In case you want to Yeah, that was the thing. After afterwards they like <laughs> hung out and drank more wine and like fed the goats. I yeah. was like, All right. When I, I guess. Went to cat yoga, all I did was just put treats all over me. <laughs> <laughs> You just laid there. See? You weren't even doing yoga. You were just laying yeah. on your back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes total sense. The most relaxing thing you could do is lay there and let cats yeah. walk all over yeah. you. Yeah. Dude, we got enough cats walking on us in this place. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> How many cats do you have? There's two somewhere. The, I saw them as soon as I walked in. I was like, cats? Yeah, the gray, the gray <laughs> one's friendly. Fairly friendly. Mm. The multicolored one you might not see. Ever. The yeah. whole time you're here, yeah. Antisocial. It's yeah, love though, hater. man. At least are you allergic yeah. to cats and still got Yeah, how crazy is that? My mom's so allergic, but she loves them. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. She really loves them. I'm like, all right, we'll yeah. sacrifice your life. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> fan, yeah. Dude. I, don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah. But I don't know. If she's okay sneezing four thousand times a day, then right. so who am it. I to tell her not to? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I agree. mean, other than I'm the one to tell her to stop sneezing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the one to tell her not to. Like, yeah. slipping Zyrtec in the drink. Right. Yeah. right. You know. That's She's going to be able to breathe so good once yeah. you go through it. <laughs> Husband of the year, man. Get yeah. there. Slip Dude. my woman. Allergy yeah. medicine. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if we're there yet for this uh, part of the show. You could tell me no, but I am a father of two and mm. a sufferer of that dad bod going on and I, I don't know if Kyle um, you know told you mm. I was seeking a little bit of advice sure I don't know if this is that time we throw it in there yeah I I'm mean for it I don't know if I put that in that little intro r- run down oh my bad I look man I, I just gave him some I, topics I, 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 okay, I debriefed okay. on this yeah in the midst of talking on the phone you know I'm finalizing <laughs> websites and all types of other stuff so Cool. I'm totally for it, man. The more nice. random, the better. Awesome, Bring awesome. It. I mean, if we can defeat one dad bod, hey, now. I think you, yeah. I think you win. <laughs> I think you win. That's right. I love it. Yeah, but so you know, one mm. thing that I'm lacking right now, though, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not trying to sound like I'm making an excuse, although my wife will tell me that I am. <laughs> Hold on one sec. How about for that the airplane? plane? Yeah, just. But so right now, mm. sleep is lacking and it's broken and it's. Um, uh, tough to get motivated after work to come sure. home play with the kids right now my biggest uh workout is throwing my son up in the air while right, the beastie right. boy song plays 
Kyle, I think you saw me do it. I literally throw this dude up like a hundred times. He's thirty pounds, so I just throw him in the air, and then we'll go around the block. Now that it's nice out, so yeah. I feel a lot better now that it's nice out. But when you're in that like six month Cleveland winter, it's it's tough to no stay doubt. active. Put on a few lbs, you know, no trying doubt. to shed them now sure. for that for that summer. For that up. Cleveland yeah, yeah. beach scene, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is not bad. That's not. Beach is all right. Yeah, you man. Know. I went to the air show up there. Oh yeah, it was cool, man. I have a yeah. beautiful water scene up there. Sweet. Yeah. Rough water. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. We've yeah, been up cool. there at times, and they would not let us get in. You mm-hmm. know, if the weather's a certain way, if the yeah, water's the super a choppy. Way. Yeah, but it's coming up, man. Yeah, I'm digging it. So, um, how I attack number one, it's not necessarily the the dad bod. It's the lifestyle of fatherhood period sure. okay I mean, there's really no getting around that and you know when he, he was asking earlier about how it got started versus where it is now mm-hmm. it's more about <clears throat> addressing lifestyle issues mm-hmm. and, and and there's nothing wrong with being a father there's right, nothing right. wrong with um you know having a busy or hectic schedule you know like on my way where i was before i got here i was working with a ceo this man travels more than anybody i've ever um, talk to or you know his his business his company is going through mergers and acquisitions they're buying up things left and right he mm-hmm. is a busy person mm-hmm. um, so the issue isn't the dad bod the issue is um, how do we address the lifestyle okay um, number one is trying to make the time is going to become the um, the number one um, priority make the time um, yep. and that doesn't necessarily mean some one thing or another has to go or can't take place in your schedule but it's just a matter of where do we put the priority mm-hmm. um, if you can help it um, you know you have to strategize around things like you can't leave the house you can't leave the kids <clears throat> because you know getting out of the house and being gone for two hours is just out of the question your right. presence is requested you need you need to be home with, with your family mm-hmm. um, so and, did, unless you're in Pittsburgh making a podcast, then right, right, no yeah. doubt. You no just doubt. know how far in advance I had to plan this. <laughs> Two months yeah. staying away for like eight hours. <laughs> I had to spend the night. <laughs> yeah, it's got to drive back like right after. Yeah. Um. You know, but but even even with that being said, it's like <clears throat> you had to plan this, right. just like you had to have to plan making. Um. Whether it's a forty-five minute workout or an hour and ten minute workout, you have mm-hmm. to make that a part of your week. Even if it's twice a week or, mm-hmm. you know, you have, um, you know, workouts where you get your partner involved or even, sure. you know, just like you're incorporating the kid in the workout. Yeah. Those things are necessary. Sometimes you're not going to be able to get away. It's just simply impossible. Mm-hmm. However, physical activity in any regard is going to help um, with the issue. You know, if, if, if your true desire is to get rid of the dad bod, mm-hmm. then uh, the number one thing that I would do is address um, the dieting, okay. how much you're eating, how much you're yep. not eating. Um, sure. you know, maybe some meal planning is in order or, um, I always a little say, personal plug there. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. We can ship, we can, great, greater <laughs> we can physique, ship to Cleveland. greater, greater physique, physique. Can yeah. ship. <laughs> they can ship um, if you need them to. Yeah, man. So, um, <clears throat> one thing that I always advocate is getting your family on board, mm-hmm. um, get the household involved. The power of influence is really big, especially whenever you need to be someone who does something that's out of the ordinary. Let's say that you have six members in the household and you're the only one who's remotely interested in Mm -hmm. fitness. Well, guess what? You're going to have to, uh, you know, you're going to have to excite a movement within your household. Otherwise you're going to be the only one that's interested in doing a certain thing. So, um, you know, the power of influence, um, is big, get everybody involved, get the house involved. So that's, that's where I would go with that for sure. Good. Thank yeah, you. Spend, yeah, so, and I, I think spend some I think, more time on strategy, man. Strategy. Yeah, 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 I think huge. one thing to touch on. I think a lot of people picture, you know, when they say any sort of training is an hour and a half in the gym and you're lifting weights and you're mm-hmm. grunting and sweating and mm-hmm. doing all this sure. stuff. But I mean, at a at a core level, and I think you would agree with me, mm-hmm. it's really just creating a physical stress on your body. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, whether that take ten pushups or maybe that takes a hundred pushups or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. It's not going to take an hour at the start. Sure. I mean, eventually you'll be in enough shape that a workout might take an, an hour. hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but I sure. mean, if you can't run a mile, that's no more than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, so like get that first mile done. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about 10 minutes out of your day. Like you could just not come home till 10 minutes later. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really not going to mess up the, the feng shui of, of, of your right. day. Of your day. Yeah, yeah I mean. For sure. 
That or even run around the block at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's, so that's why yeah. I've resorted to you know so sometimes do a short block at the end of uh, a day with the kids, or sometimes uh, my kids running now, so mm-hmm. I'll pretty much jog it with a few breaks in between. But it's a it's a good mile, mile and a half to go around our block. But yeah. um, I I teach middle school, and one thing that um, or I guess one book that we read this year is called Way of the Peace of Warrior by Dan Millman, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's right up your alleys, and uh, he has a powerful message. A little bit of something's better than a lot of nothing. Absolutely. And he 100%. talks about a, a workout routine where he's like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do one jumping jack right. the first day. And then I'm going to do two jumping jacks. Right. And after a month, you're going to do 30 jumping jacks. And if nothing else, you can tell people you have a workout routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so um, I guess that's that's kind of where I am right now. A little something's better than a lot of nothing. But I sure. appreciate the um, advice. And, and that's right. I just yeah. got to do and it. I think that's know? good. I mean... I, I know this is more mm-hmm. a diagnosing for, for your own personal lifestyle, but I mean, we got a ton of people that are going to hear this and, and their, their fathers or mothers or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah, the sure. case may be. And it, it's, it's definitely more than just you. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. No, no, I, I in, think, in that, in that, in that, you know, that situation. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I think getting that idea of making conscious, healthy decisions is probably going to affect pretty much anybody. Sure. Yeah. 100%. Kid, kids or no kids married, not married. Yeah, no doubt. Gotta yeah. do it. The advice is yeah, great. For, I it. feel like whatever goal you are trying to set, the advice mm-hmm. that you gave would probably fit them too. Yeah, so. one of the one of the um, things that I'm always pushing is, um, you know, group activities, especially amongst like like small families. Is like just getting out of the house together. Take the dog to the dog park. You know, like it doesn't have to have to be just you working on it and that's i guess that brings me back to the power of influence how can you influence your household to get on board with what you're working on mm-hmm. it's just like when we were kids your mom used to come in the house or maybe you had a brother or you had a sister or siblings and your mom comes in the house and she wants a house clean somebody clean this room up or yeah. y'all getting you know what i'm saying and, right. and now you have to let's clean this up you know you got to talk to your sister you got to talk to your brother your cousins yeah. we need to clean this up so we can go eat dinner or whatever mm-hmm. you know right, right. it's the same scenario just in a different um kind of format <clears throat> how can i influence the people around me to get on board with what i'm working on how can i show them that this is better than what they're they're already doing and i always encourage my clients just like you said i'm always telling them hey listen don't ever think you have to be at 100 percent off the bat mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way you know one week you might be 10 percent, the next 25 then you go to 30 you're never just going to jump in the game and be at 100 percent. that's just mm-hmm. not how it, that's not how it works you will get involved and go slow and expect, you know, slow, gradual, progressive overload, like you said, progressive growth over the course of time. It's compound just like your money. You yeah, know, yeah. To, to slow, yeah. Slow to grow. One Did, thing after so you, the next. Yeah. You mentioned influence. And um, I mean, I do kind of want to dive into this Instagram thing with you because obviously your Instagram is is popping constantly. Exactly. Sure. I mean, it's. Yeah, you know, um, you would like people email me all the time, like, "How do you not have thirty thousand followers?" And I'm like, "Because I don't say popular shit. I'm kind of, right. kind of." There's a quote. There's a quote that someone had told me at some point that said, "Hey, just because you don't feel like someone is rooting for you, the, the, I don't know what the quote is per se, but just because someone's not, you don't feel like someone's rooting for you, doesn't mean there's not someone in this universe that is rooting for you." Sure. And I, I kind of think about that when I see your Instagram, especially these days where there's like 50 live videos mm-hmm. and some of them are you just, you know, giving a pep talk. Uh, some are you cooking, yeah. you know, and all these things. Some of these are maybe just for yourself, like your own entertainment. Some of these are, are, are for business. Some of these are for other people sure, because they need to hear them. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like I see other people eating clean. I'm like, I got to make sure I have a clean meal tonight. No doubt. And it's just like, it's a reminder to, to stay on top of things. But yeah, I mean, how do you see your Instagram? Um, Cause for me, I, I see it as, I assume other people are looking at it the same way. Like, Hey, this dude's in the gym. He he's getting, he's getting a lift on. He's paying attention to his health. He's eating, he's spending time outside. You know, he's doing all these things sure. that he preaches and he does them. Right. Right. So it's a, it's a good motivational tool if anything yeah so um one of my favorite um i guess phrases or quotes when it comes to social media and being active on social media is just you know don't create document um and i try not to really go out of my way to like make anything that's not actually happening 
And that's another right. reason why, like, I'm, I'm, I, I think at this point I have three different Instagrams because I'm into like cars and automobiles, and I'm into all types of other different stuff. So, mm-hmm. I just tried to channel everything onto like that. Everything that's on to the that greater topic. physique, yeah, that's that that panders towards that topic instead of trying to throw everything into one place. Because um, I'm, in, you know, I, I got an adult ADHD. I could be into art one week and playing a piano yeah. the next. Like <laughs> right. it, it could, it could, you know, jump around. So, <clears throat> how I view the greater physique um, uh, Instagram is there's no separation between my career and my life because I wake up in the morning and I. In, with in a, in with an enthusiastic attitude, jump out of bed at five o'clock in the morning, and I just want—I'm—I'm I'm happy to go to work. Right. Um. I was just telling a friend of mine the other day. I said, "Look, dude, if I—if I ever made a couple million dollars, I think I'm still going to show up to the gym and expect you to come in here and put in this work." Yeah, for sure. Like, I love my—I like love my job. I'm extremely passionate about it. I love my clients. I, I, I love do, my, our relationship. I do think some of that, <clears> at least for me, I—I yeah. I fully 100% don't think you would change anything just from what I yeah. know about your personality. I would definitely change. Like if I had a million dollars, I would I wouldn't necessarily change. <laughs> it's like I would switch up. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, I'm in here with the Versace suit on. I'm, <laughs> I'm, it's a wrap. Yeah. I would what I would act different, I think. <laughs> I would But like no, hold on. That's like, good to know. I'm glad I'm getting you now. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this this didn't come I'm out well. Switching apparently. up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like something that I'm doing for my career might become then become a hobby, sure, and then vice versa. You know, like obviously I'm in the gym every day, but but maybe that becomes more of like the headlining tool in my in sure. my life or something for like sure. that. For sure, and and maybe I will start lifting in a suit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Squats and a tux. I man. can afford dry yeah. cleaning That's if like, I got an extra. I was gonna dollars. say, there you, yeah. go. you can just drop that sucker off, man. It's a wrap. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I think. I think that um, in in regards to fitness, there are a lot of people who wish that it could take precedence in their lifestyle. Um, And I just so happened to get really, 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 really lucky and made it my job, which Mm. is kind of weird because I had to then... I had to then realize that I couldn't fall back on it as a hobby. It was no longer... You know, like, I don't don't see it as a hobby anymore at all. Um, I do love doing it, but... Yeah, I mean, it's most that's definitely not a hobby anymore. That's definitely something yeah. that, that crosses my mind. Like, I mean, I just recently had the opportunity to go back to school, which I guess mm-hmm. now has been a couple of years. But um, I really weighed the idea when I came out of high school. I originally thought mechanical engineering mm-hmm. um, decided to not go that route. I actually started at Kent State for nutrition. That was mm-hmm. my first major. Sure. Um, so obviously the passion for for healthy eating, healthy lifestyle is was and is there. Sure. Um but I thought long and hard about like, hey man, I got an opportunity to do two years of free school. Um, mm-hmm. What's it gonna be like? Where do I really want to be heading? Sure. And I I thought long and hard about about the the fitness nutrition space, and I ultimately opted against it because I sure. was afraid that if it became a job, I would, I personally would not like it as much for myself. Sure, you fall out of love with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I was I was worried. I was like I was like I constantly have a goal or constantly something to look forward to after work after all my BS. Mm-hmm. If I create a position where I'm in here every day, it's not like I'm gonna. It's not like I can come here to escape when I'm already here. Right. Right. It's, so it. Yeah. Definitely. So I mean, <laughs> props to you. That yeah. that it honestly scared me away. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, the reason why <clears throat> the reason why I became a trainer in the first place was because, and that's kind, that kind of like what this is kind of what led me back to the meal prep side of my job. Um, I worked in restaurants. I was a sous chef, executive chef, shift manager. I did corporate training for Marriott. Any type of restaurant application, I've done it. Any position in a restaurant, I've done it. And I did that for so long that I, I one day I was looking out into the dining room at one of my jobs and I was like, I am never, ever going to be the person not at the table. I'm, I'm done with this. That was it. And so I right. left it. And I was right. like, if I ever go back to food, it's going to be on my own terms. It's going to be on my own, you know, under my own control. <clears throat> I'll never come back. I'll never put this coat on for anybody else except for myself. Right. And, and so, yeah. And so, but that pushed me, the reason why I wanted to become a personal trainer in the first place was because I needed to figure out a way to become more of an entrepreneur, self-employed, while being in control of my schedule. 
um, because I needed That's control. Good. I needed complete control over my schedule because of what else, the other things that I wanted to do. That's Tired great. of having to call off and deal mm-hmm. with the boss and all this other stuff. And yeah. You know, getting flack for how many days off and being needed in a place or whatever. So I desperately needed to get my schedule under my own thumb. You and know, so. an- another thing that goes into that, and I don't think a lot of people see it. I think I think you probably realize it. Um, when you do have this freedom of creating your own schedule, you still have to be able to follow a schedule. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so many people think that if you're an entrepreneur that you just do and say as you please. Sure. That's not necessarily the case. You still have responsibility. You still have more. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah probably far more. Yeah, probably, probably very true. Yeah, um, far more. Remark. I mean, you have a, a any. It's just a different structure. Person. It's still a structure. Yeah. So many people see this as I'm gonna golf and take phone calls. Like, yeah. No, you're not. No. No, so, you're not. No. There's misconceptions uh, with that. My mother-in-law opened up um, Double Play Sports mm-hmm. Bar in mm-hmm. Oil City. Um, yeah, that's like, like where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, so I call her an entrepreneur, and she um, didn't take a, her own paycheck mm-hmm. for herself for the first four years of that business. Sure, yeah. She had to work another job, and meanwhile, her partner at the time had this vision of owning a restaurant, and it's a like a nightclub yeah. too that he was just going to be there maybe. But that wasn't the rea- reality right. of it. It was so much work yeah. to get it going. Yeah, there's a there was a there's a remarkable amount of responsibility that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, the saying goes, if you do well, it's your fault. If you do poorly, it's still your fault. Like it's nobody else's. It's you know, sales don't fall in your lap. Um, marketing doesn't fall in your lap. Um, every you know, uh, lead generation doesn't fall in your lap. Yeah, you have to go out and work for it. You have to constantly be changing marketing material. You have to constantly be networking. You have to constantly be. Um, maintenancing your client uh, accounts. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's continuous work. And, and that's why, you know, like even you see my schedule in between someone coming in and going, I'm texting or emailing or, or right. answering or receiving or, you know, to some capacity, I'm, I'm providing information to some one person or another in order to keep going. So it's, it's, it never stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think anyone, anyone who might listen to this, I know you got a bunch of, Justin's got a bunch of people that, um, maybe younger trying to figure out where they want to go yep. in life. Um, I'm all for the entrepreneurship idea. I mm-hmm. think that's phenomenal if you can pull it off, but sure. you got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for me, like I have, you know, a little mathematical incliner, like, um, some ingenuity in my system. I got to use that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So if that means I go work for someone else, I'm okay so with it. that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being number two. Yeah, number that, two has a lot less stress than number one. I'd yeah. rather be an assistant coach than sure. the head coach. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Straight up. Honestly. But um, one Straight other thing up. that relates to this, my mother-in-law did a podcast with me for my students because we did a business project. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said one of the things that helped her, though, uh, was she worked every job all the way up. So like mm. you said, every job you could have in food, she worked. Sure. So that made her a better boss for people because right. of empathy purposes. Yep. And just um, she would reflect and, and, and really figure out what she wanted to do. So it's okay to work mm-hmm. different aspects uh, that are not exactly the main goal. Sure. I always accepted the fact that if, if, <clears throat> if, if health and fitness never worked out, mm-hmm. I had a place in sales. Because there's nothing like yeah, there's no doubt. having to go into a place and sell something that, number one, people need. Everybody needs to be in shape. Everybody needs to be healthy. You need to take care of your heart. You need to take care of your well-being, period. There's no, you know, there's no yeah, there's getting no, around that. Right. <clears throat> but no one does it. You know, maybe 33% of the population do it. That's because <clears throat> of the marketing around being healthy. Without a doubt. The, the marketing around being unhealthy is so much more... There's so much more money spent in unhealthy marketing sure. compared to marketing to be healthy. Sure. And even you got to think about it, even 45 or 50% of marketing that says it's being, it's, it's, it's for the sole sake of being healthy or becoming more healthy. Even that is propagated and has its BS behind it. So you have to really, you have to really know, you know, my clients will ask me all the time, um, when do you want me to start taking supplements and when do you want me to, you know, what, what type of protein powder should I buy? I'm like, how many meals have you eaten today? Yeah. Right. You, you don't see a billboard for a sweet potato. You see a billboard for a protein powder. Mm. So let me talk to you about that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we, right. Let's 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 back this up a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, you it's the supplementation world is 
that's a whole different ball game. I mean, mm-hmm. you walk into a GNC, there's not a single thing. This is a good fact for you. Mm-hmm. Is FDA approved? Mm. Nothing. I didn't know that. Nothing in GNC is FDA approved. Maybe water. Maybe. I guess that might be the one. Maybe, Maybe. or products <laughs> that have been on the market for a long time and never yeah. changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like, think about how many products are in a GNC. I'm not bashing GNC. This is any vitamin place, sure. any nutritional place. Um, mm-hmm. I just use GNC because I used to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything on their shelves, there's thousands of products in there. So many. None of it is FDA approved. Mm-hmm. So many products. The last, the last thing I ever recommend to someone is a supplement regimen. Um, you got to be like a really, really busy son of a bitch for me to like say off the bat, you should get in supplementation. Right. Like it's just, it just, it's a very rare occurrence that I will say that early on in a relationship with one of my clients. Right. Very, very rare. <clears throat> so, but, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, one thing I was going to say that kind of connects to it, too. Um, when going to the grocery store, sometimes mm. it is a little bit more expensive to get what we think is healthier mm-hmm. at times. Is that the same in Pittsburgh? You know, in yeah, 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 yeah I mean, sure, by far. I mean, even if you look at it from a, like a fast food standpoint, a salad at McDonald's is like eight or nine dollars. Um, I'm not going to say a salad at McDonald's is healthy if you, if you look at the <laughs> <Right>. nutritional. <laughs> You look at the I nutritional breakdown, it's really not any different than hammering a Big Mac or something. <laughs> but I mean, the idea of a salad is a. The idea. It, it's, light, is it's lighter. It's yeah. lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get a cheeseburger for a dollar. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's eight bucks for a salad mm-hmm. or it's a dollar for a McDouble. Like, right, 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 right. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, I mean, going to a grocery store. You do have to if if you don't know what you're looking for, you're gonna buy some some junk. Even right. if you're trying to buy healthy, mm-hmm. that goes back though to the advice that uh, Michael gave about meal planning too. You know, having a purpose when you go there, and you know, right. you yeah. can help out. A, a yeah, good sure. a, a strategy good, is everything, man. Yeah. Strategy is everything, and that goes. I mean, that's. I, I think people should pay. Uh, like my when I, I I'm 31, when I turned 30, I sat down and I was like, okay more attention to strategy in all regards more attention to your strategy in business more attention to strategy in diet more attention to strategy even in relationships like mm-hmm. it's just so important to like put a li- put 10 more extra minutes in thought mm. when you about to go in a grocery store how much money do i want to spend what is the result of the food that i'm buying what it, you know just a little bit more consciousness about yeah. decision making it gives it a different goes so far it gives a different mm-hmm. meaning to a, like a grocery list yeah, like, it, yeah like a list is just you know it's just items it's just items on you know it's just it's just selected items but the if strategy you, comes into why those why? items are on that list that's exactly. the ticket you know that's, what's up. that's the ticket why are they there what is the what's the purpose in the decision making behind what you have chosen to purchase it, why it, Right. Yeah. You know, um, why I feel like this is a, per- a perfect time to introduce you to this um, pretty much pretty much every episode we've done thus far has has kind of tied back into um, how how are we treating ourselves how are we carrying ourselves to like create better relationships better health better um, you know just being better for yourself in general mm-hmm. um, so I know Justin has <laughs> He has, he has some sort of note. I know. I, I, I just thought that would be a good time to bring. This you want up. that peanut butter jelly one? Yeah. Yeah. Hit us with some peanut. Hit us with some peanut, <laughs> peanut butter, butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly town. So I referenced uh, the way a piece of water, and if any yeah. of my students are listening to this, stop. But um, uh, if if they are, they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, more piece of water stuff. But we we don't do too many classes. This is sets, easily his favorite book. This is. And my mentor turned me on to it when I actually took over his position two years ago. And I've read this book now like four times. And it's just um, um, Way of the Peace of War by Dan Millman. A bunch of great life advice. And I think it's really important, especially with my students in the district that I teach. Mm-hmm. Super um, high performing and sometimes uh, anxiety <clears throat> comes with it. So mental sure. health is a thing. So I need to... Sure. Uh, try to help them in that regard. But I just want to read you this story. It's going to take probably 30 seconds mm-hmm. to read. And then I just want your initial um, takeaway from it because I do think it relates to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> story goes like this. 
I met this guy at a construction site in the Midwest. When the lunch whistle blew, all the workers would sit down together and eat. And every day, Sam would open his lunch pail and start to complain. Son of a gun, he'd cry. Not peanut butter and jelly sandwiches again. I hate peanut butter and jelly. And um, he whined about these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches day after day after day until one of the guys on the work crew finally said, Sam, for goodness sake, if you hate peanut butter and jelly so much, why don't you tell your old lady to make something different? What do you mean, old lady? Sam replied. I'm not married. I make my own sandwiches. <laughs> End mm. story. Mm. That's dope. What do you pull from that, Michael? <laughs> so, um, all in all, I pull from that, it is what you make it. Mm. Period. Yep. Um, you can complain all you want. You can rant all you want. But the moves are yours to be made. Period. Right. Um, I love that. Make your own um, sandwich. Right? Make your own sandwich. You make your bed. You lay in it. That's the whole right. nine yards. I mean, yeah, it's true. And I see, you know, <clears throat> especially in what I do, I see and I experience it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell my clients all the time: it doesn't matter how much money you throw at me. I'm only going to beg you to do something once or twice, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I'm going to show you all the instructions to get the work done, and then you're on your own. Yep. You know, and I'm not going to beg you to come back. You know, there's 40 people on this team. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't want to be a team player, the decision is yours. Um, you're probably not going to find somebody more dedicated to his people than me. You make your bed, you lay in it, yeah. make your own sandwich. I mean, I love that That's for sweet. sure. Awesome. Yeah. It's good. Awesome. I, I like the idea of you, you control the outcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's going to be some outside factors you don't control, but right. what are you doing before we start blaming other things in day-to-day life? It's so easy. You constantly hear people blaming Oh, well, I didn't get this job because that person knows this person. Right. Sure. We're sure. Con- you constantly hear people rationalize by blaming other things. Right. The more we are self-aware and able to think like, oh, well, maybe I should have done that training that so-and-so went to sure. and so-and-so got that job. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed that training. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why I didn't get that job. Right. Or, hey, I'm not as in good a shape as I want to be. Mm-hmm. But if I look back at the last three weeks, I went to the gym X amount of times instead of every day or whatever. So you make the moves. You control the pieces to to create a happy Mm -hmm. outcome. Right. It's just really hard to remember to do that in the moment Mm -hmm. because time is moving. It's not going to wait for you. Make sure you're with it. Yeah, right. And we have a little equation at school. I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, but E plus R equals O. Hmm. So the event, you that's what you're talking about. You some you can't control that. The response. The response mm-hmm. and that makes the outcome. Sure. Your response, how you respond to it. That's what that reminds yeah. me of. Right. Yeah. I absolutely. like that equation. But you're right. You it's hard to do. So you have to reflect sometimes, I feel like I tell the students all the time, listen, I have to work on this stuff too. Sure. It's not like boom, it's done. I'm over with. I can react perfectly every time. Right. You just have to be aware of it and actually work at it. Yeah, right. Yeah. One of my one of my more recent um, relationships taught me so much about just being self aware. Just your mm-hmm. your self awareness, and I don't mean I don't mean self self awareness in regards to just like you know um, how you feel as a person emotionally, how you respond to certain things or or any of that. Um, I mean the energy you expel off of you and into an environment. It could be your workspace. It could be, you know, your home. It could be your relationship with your spouse, relationships with coworkers, whichever. Um, People are very irresponsible with the energy they give off into the world. And I tell people that all the time. It's like, it doesn't matter. You know, people respond to your wave, period. If you come in the room and you feel like sunshine, then people are going to respond like sunshine. You could be going through hell at home. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's business. When right. you come in here, you need to, you know, come correct. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like you control you 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 are most certainly in control of your outcome. And when I go into a uh, you know, it could be a sales meeting, it could be a sales call, whichever. If I'm on the phone or if I'm in person with somebody, they have no idea that you know my chef didn't show up on Sunday and I worked sixteen hours the last mm-hmm. the last last week. They have no idea of those things yeah. and. <clears throat> I want to control the outcome of that interaction and not let 
previous shortcomings or bad times rub off on them. Therefore, they control the new, uh, the, you know, that new relationship is now influenced by the other BS that has taken place. It, it's, and, <clears throat> I got to jump on this one because mm-hmm. Justin and, and Michael both sitting in here, you guys are both, to me, like I see a lot of people who, are, who you know, bring the energy when, you know, when you're around someone who, who puts you in a good mood, like you recognize that good mood. For like, sure. You're like, yeah. like, damn, it's fun to be around that person. <laughs> yeah, right. Both of you guys are like that. I walk in the gym, instantly, you know, everyone's around you. Like, yeah. People are constantly coming up and talking to him. Justin, you're the same way. Everyone I talk to says that you're the happiest dude they've ever met. <laughs> everyone I know, dude, including my friends, all the Kent State girls, like, Everyone talks about you the same way. So it's, yeah. I mean, it is. It's sunshine, man. If you, yeah, bring the sunshine. Bring yeah. that vitamin D. Really? That's right. Straight, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> but also, too, like, um, I feel like I've been accepted, too, by those that group of people, too. You know, from Kent and for you guys, y'all ex- accepted me, and I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. then with you, Kyle, though, I look to you sometimes because you get along with anyone and everyone, mm-hmm. I feel like. So... Um, sometimes I feel like I'm socially awkward and I'm like, oh shoot, I could never talk to those people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so- I, I think there's, there's something to be said about being able to have in-depth conversation and yeah. being able to, to talk maybe on a top level with people. Mm-hmm. I don't think that changes what kind of energy you bring to sure. someone. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends how, how deep or how many layers you're willing to peel, peel back yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm a guy who will ask you about anything right, they want. Right, straight up. Me like, too. I've definitely offended people because I have that ability. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. I don't know you that yeah. well. Like, sorry, that's just how I am. Right. Like, if you ask me a deep question, I'll I'll give you a deep just answer. Just go into yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I don't think the layers really has anything to do with the mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you give off good vibes. If if you give off good vibes, then people are going to have good vibes around you. Sure. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if it's a, hey, how you doing? With like a eye contact and a smile and a wave yeah, right. to a stranger, they're going to be like, man, that guy was they really nice. They will remember nice. you forever. Right. Forever. Yeah. And, Seriously. And it's not to say that like everything's all peachy in life either. My mm-hmm. students say that all the time. Why are you so happy all the time? Like you must have the perfect life. Like. Right. Not no, at my, all. My kid was in the hospital on Monday. Right. Not even a year yeah. old. Like, they would never know that. Right. And so you can still be a bright, positive energy, even yeah. like you said. Your cook didn't show up. Right. Everybody's got something, but you can still, you know, control that energy. Sure. Right? There's no way I could do what I do on a daily basis if I had, if I had, if I did not have the ability to put my own personal stuff aside mm. and still be the, you know, the tip of the sword. And there's a nice. there's a certain layer there's a certain level of transparency that I have with everybody that I work with and I think part of that comes from working for myself for so long that I'm not afraid to share my shit with anybody else mm-hmm. like I don't care right to hide things but that also makes it easier to overcome things because you don't have to you know you don't have to be fake you know you can be honest and be upfront mm-hmm. but also you don't have to be a negative person you can share your hard time while right. not being negative or rubbing that negative energy off on somebody else. Yeah. Right? I, you can you can stay positive about your situation while working through it, if that makes and sense. A, and no, a lot no of time and mm-hmm. a lot of times you can create a lesson out of it too. Absolutely, I mean, for sure. Maybe if someone's misunderstanding their hard time, you can say, Look, here's where I here, here's where I've been, here's what came of it, here's how I carried myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe try that. Sure. Each one teach one, man. I I, I think that's, that's each one teach one. I think that's Solid. I think that's the way I think that should be the way of the world. It's like if you've been through something um, and, you know, your fellow man has not, it's your responsibility to share with your share your experience so that they can decide whether they're going to learn from you or learn for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because you could go through hell and teach everybody in front of you. This is what I went through. This is how I came out of it. This is the damage done. And this is me now. And you can walk that same path if you want. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. And, and and let people decide for themselves. That's you know? right. And remember how I said, students, if you're listening, turn it off. No, <laughs> turn this back on. This is, this is life. This is pretty good stuff. I mean, it's real. Don't man. you think? Um, yeah. It's real. I wanted real. I, I wanted to sign off with a with a quote, but I feel like I feel like you might have tackled that one. <laughs> yeah. and, unless you unless you have something in mind, um, quote wise. I mean, if or a book. 
I don't have any book recommendations. I obviously listen to a lot of speakers, um, but you got a good speaker. Someone should listen to <sighs> Jim Rohn, man. Jim Rohn, like really, Jim Rohn. yeah, Jim Rohn, like really, like when I started listening to Jim Rohn, just did something to me. I don't really know. I I listen to a lot of business speakers, but no like no one encouraging you to look deep within yourself for what you are truly good at and good for, you know? Like yeah, I, I really right. didn't, I truly feel like, like I said earlier, if I left health and fitness, I could go anywhere and sell something or, you know, right. if I believe in it enough and I'm skilled at it enough or I'm knowledgeable enough, I can, uh, I can go someplace. I guess my, if I had to give a piece of motivation, it would be figure out exactly what you're good at and what you're bad at and then double your efforts in the good department, period. Just stop wasting time doing stuff that you are horrible at. You know, right. like, you know, that's sol- you know I think that's if, solid. If you're a math if you're not a mathematician, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get better at math. You know what I'm saying? But if you are a like a craftsman to the t- to the T, yeah. then put all your chips on craftsman because right. you you know, you're just gonna ex- right. you're just gonna explode with it. You know, here we are seven years later, still training. Good at it, yeah. remarkable mm-hmm. at it, can show result in a week. I denied that ability for so long. So just double your efforts on what you're good at. That, uh, yeah. that would be it for me. Yeah. So yeah, awesome, man. I, I, I think that's great information. Sure. Yeah. This is yeah. this was a solid conversation. Sure. Um, one thing, you know, we're trying to do with Table for Two is not only spread your message, but kind of give an extension out to where, you know, someone can dig a little bit deeper if they so choose to. Sure. So I mean, that's why I asked about a book, or in your case, a speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn if man. people want to go check that out, that gives them an opportunity to find something new as well. Um, Jim Rohn, he was also a huge inspirational speaker and uh, a hired a hired spokesman for Herbalife, which is kind of like a, you know, in, in my regard, um, you know, someone who can speak um, and inspire people to, to do better for themselves, both in a sales standpoint and a health and fitness standpoint. Um, that's kind of how it resonated with me, and he's a lot deeper than that. His material goes back thirty years at this point, so um, he's been speaking for a long time. Nice, nice. Yep. Well, thank you okay. so much, Michael, for yeah, being man. here. Absolutely, it was a pleasure. It, it, yeah, honestly, honestly, a pl- I'm glad we can make it happen today. For real. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. That busy day, I wasn't sure we were gonna get it in. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cool. But, man. All table, right, man. Table for two. Table for table two. Table for two. <laughs> table for two, please. Yeah. <laughs>